Welcome to ZPM. I'm Teresa. And I'm Lenny. How are things? Good. How are the Mets doing? Uh, I don't know. Uh, okay, I guess. <laughs> they're doing well. They're doing whatever they're doing. Uh, I remember a fair, like a little bit ago, the fans were given uh, a couple of players on hard time and they were like, boo, right back at you. Yeah, and they had to apologize for it. And now the interim manager had gotten in trouble for because he was a DUI. And it's just, I don't know. You, I don't know. The Mets, they just can't catch a break. I thought about uh, the booing situation. And all I could think to myself is, boys, why don't you be a little less sensitive? Fans, be less jerks. Like, you don't, just because, like, one play gets messed up doesn't mean you have to boo them for the next four weeks. Like, just take it easy. Yeah, but it, it, I mean, I get both sides. I get the fan side because it's like, you know, we pay all this money, you know, for your product. We want a good product. And yeah, the players are human. So nobody likes getting booed. You know? Still, you can't fight the fans. The fans will always win. I guess that, yeah, that's true. And they only care about the casual fans anyway. Otherwise, you wouldn't be seeing seven inning double headers. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on that. Mm. Seven inning double headers. But I heard they're trying to get rid of that, though. I, uh, I hope so. I certainly do. No, my big problem is the assisted no hitters. I don't know. Like it, it doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, how do you assist a no hitter? Like, no. Either you do it or you do not do it. Exactly. If I were one of those players that they took out of the game, like I wouldn't care if I got fired forever because number one, you're already a millionaire, so don't worry about it. Live modestly and you can make that money work for the rest of your life. Plus, you can sign on to another team if you want to. That's fair too. But if they were like, all right, uh, you're doing a no-hitter, but we're going to take you out of the game in the seventh inning, I'd be like, over my dead body, are you going to get me off of this mound right now? Do you understand me? You take me out and I throw this baseball at you. Honestly, because like that, what a pivotal, rare thing for a pitcher to be accomplishing only to have it like snatched away. Exactly. Or you throw yeah. a no hitter and you put in an, a, a Diaz from the Mets in for what? Because mm-hmm. you don't want to have a no hitter any longer. Or you don't want you don't want him to ruin his arm or anything. But it's like you're a pitcher. That's what you live for. You live for moments like this and you're taking me out. Yeah. Be like, hey, I'm really close to a, a no hitter here. I know you don't want me to have that level of bargaining power at my next contract negotiation. So you're going to put in what our crappy bullpen to make sure that it doesn't happen. Thank you. <laughs> How do I say thank you harder? Yeah. My second team. What do you think about the new Cleveland name? Speaking of base, sorry for baseball chat today. What is the new Cleveland name? Just the Cleveland Indians or the, Cle- the or the Cleveland baseball team. Like they did in Washington. No, they they're the Cleveland Guardians. I don't like it. Why? I don't know. I'm maybe because I'm used to it being like the Cleveland Indians. I think the Guardians is a, a more apt name. They're named for two statues that sit in front of the bridge that goes into Cleveland. They're called the Guardians. Okay. I mean that makes sense. But I'm just so why haven't why haven't the Braves changed their name then? Uh, because it takes everybody forever to get on board with that kind of stuff. You know who like and I remember this so so readily is St. John's, the Red Storm. Oh, the Red Men. Yeah. Well, that that I could understand because Red Men is a slur. 
Yeah, but nobody asked them to do it. They did it way before. People were like, hey, we just realized our own racism over here. Like, they did it way back in the 90s or something like that. I remember right now. Yeah, they did it like 96 or something. 96 or 95. Oh, that's it. I was like, that was an interesting, like, awakening to that issue for me. I was like, oh, yeah, that's that's not great, probably. Oh, good job changing it. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's a slur. I can understand that. I, and even the Redskins, I can understand the Redskins. Don't understand the Indians. I mean, I understand it, but I, but Indians is not really a slur. I mean, they're not from India. Yeah, but... <laughs> they're just not. I, I know, but... <laughs> and they were like, is this India? And they were like, it is not India. And they were like... But you guys are brown, like Indians. <laughs> Close enough, is what they said. That's what that's white people for you. That's sorry about my people. <laughs> See, my th- well, if that's the case, then why don't you just name the team after the tribe that was in Ohio at the time? Uh, I think that probably is the national park next door. I mean, that's fine. They could do that, but I think when they name the baseball teams, it's meant to be representative. At least when they started the expansion, maybe uh, of the of the place you're playing. So, like, I mean, there's probably a, a native population wherever these teams originated from but like the metropolitans and the mm-hmm. yankees being northerners red Sox and white Sox. that's old timey names probably based on the uniform or whatever but yeah i think a lot like the they still do it now like the phoenix suns and stuff like that but then teams get moved around and the name sometimes follows but sometimes not yeah but if you want to name them like with the indians with the culture and stuff it's a it's a big amish community why not call them amish <laughs> they'll never know it's not like the Amish will find out <laughs> yeah they don't watch baseball no they might you don't know they'll not hear this podcast though <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a good segue dude i do i do oh yeah speaking speaking of second teams you know the stargate okay. team had stargate team had sg5 <laughs> come in in the beginning Fifth place, like the Mets? Is that what we're saying? Right. Here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wasn't trying to make fun of the Mets because, you know, they have their own problems. If anybody's a red shirt of baseball, it's the New York Mets. It's the Mets? And not, wait, not the Orioles? The red shirts? <laughs> the Orioles are worse than the Mets. If a season is an episode, <laughs> the Mets will die halfway through because you have a little bit of hope at the beginning that this red shirt might make it. But they're not going to. Make oh, it. I see. I see. They're not gonna, are they? No. No. I mean, they're winning now. Whatever. I mean, they beat the Marlins, but still. Mm. SG five. You're right. Back on track. We watched mm-hmm. season four, episode eighteen, The Light, aka Drugs. I love drugs. Uh, <laughs> uh, so I don't know that guy's name. So Jack tells a red shirt to give Daniel money for bet that they made on the side and sam's like i want to know about this bet what about this bet oh major boimler or major boy boyer or something like that major richer and uh and he's like all right cool i'll give daniel money or whatever and uh she figures it out though like she's like she's going on the thing and he's like you sure you don't want to go on vacation it doesn't have to be my cabin but you know just generally (laughs) and she's like no it's cool i'm gonna go on this planet it's awesome and she's like holy cow that was the bet you bet whether or not I would take off. She's like, you bet whether or not I would come? Oh, my gosh. I'd be like, rude. And that's why we don't date. <laughs> <laughs> she should just walk away like, this is why. This is why. 
Hide forever, lonely boy. And then that red shirt that collected the money jumps in front of the opening Stargate and kills himself. And that is the grim cold open. Daniel comes back and starts talking about the light. He's like, I saw this great light. It was really the most beautiful thing. And they're like, yeah, but what's his name died? And he's like, oh, really? That sucks. Yeah, he snaps back to it. And he's like, oh, uh, nothing was wrong with him or anything. And I'm like, well, nothing has to be outwardly wrong. But, you know, like, by all accounts, like, that wasn't a concern for anybody. And he's like, anyway, back to this light. And yeah, he's like, anyway, this light. Can we get back to the light? Uh, Oh, so Daniel's like studying the light. Like he's like, well, not the light itself, but he brought back like a little Gould iPod. He's like, oh, it's like a little tablet. But they didn't have tablets back when they filmed this episode. Yeah, it's like it's a device. It doesn't work. Yeah, and he gets all like, he gets like bent out of shape. Yeah, for like no reason, like out of nowhere. Like we should we should go back and fix this. And it's like, no, nah, um, because of what happened, we're gonna stay for an extra day. No, I have to go now. Yeah, and uh Tailk's watching a video, which he's very funny whilst doing, and uh he notices like a background shadow in there. Yeah, and then so Daniel freaks out at Jack. But my thing is, how come no one asked him, Daniel, are you on drugs again? Honestly. <laughs> <laughs> he throws like, what a temper tantrum. He's being ever done. Daniel's being a real shit. Yeah, for like no reason. Mouths off to Hammond right after he bounds off to Jack. Yeah, right? I'm like, are we sure that last episode was a dream? Because he's behaving in a very similar... Eerily similar. (laughs) Maybe it is cool drugs the whole time. It was drugs the whole time. (laughs) The whole time. Next day, Daniel doesn't show up to work because he's like, Hammond, I got to go back right now. And Hammond's like, absolutely go to bed no more and he was like do you even understand man like an ingrate child it's like i don't even think you understand how important this is dad i mean general hammond right i love general hammond because he's like hey do you want to draft a letter explaining why their kid died and there's like and you can't tell them why or how i've been doing this for two hours you want to do this he's like be my guest and he's like oh (laughs) egg on my face (laughs) Uh, so he doesn't show up to work the next day. And Jack goes to check it out. And uh, Daniel's like in a trance-like state. And he's standing on his, uh, his balcony, uh, ready to kill himself. But I, I, I didn't know they go off base unsanctioned like that. That's his apartment. Yeah. But why would he still live in his apartment? If Why would he go off base in a top doing top secret stuff? And he just goes home because Hammond told him to go home and go to bed. They don't live on the base. Aren't they afraid he's going to talk to someone? No, he has like a non-disclosure agreement or whatever he's got going on there where they can like just be like, what another, hey? Because people never violate non-disclosure agreements. I was going to believe a discredited Daniel Jackson. I mean, that's, he, I'm sure he has friends. He doesn't. That was made very clear in the movie. He doesn't have any friends. Well, he had Sarah, but now she's Osiris. But I mean, Colorado's a big place. It is. Uh, he's friends with uh, Sam. He doesn't care about his friends. He already, he abandons them. <laughs> <laughs> Loses interest. <laughs> That's true. He's like, oh, too late, lost interest. <laughs> hey, want to know what I do for a living? Yeah, really. Well, they do because the, in upgrades, like we said last week, they go to that bar and they're like, we're cutting loose at the bar or whatever. Yeah, but then he beats everyone up at the bar. <laughs> Does beat everyone up. But he could have easily been like, you know, what about me? I have alien tech in me now. That's true. Talk about alien tech, why don't you? And they'd be like, oh. Really aggressive nerd. 
<laughs> yeah, whatever, nerd. Really? Jack talks him off the ledge somehow because I don't know. I don't know how Jack keeps anybody from doing anything because he didn't really sound that convinced. Oh, oh, sorry. Before, before you continue, what about that homeless guy he befriended when he was Michello? Oh my gosh! <laughs> you forget about that guy? Yeah, but that was a Daniel. That was Michello making friends with a homeless man. A homeless guy doesn't know that. Yeah, but Michello, Daniel's like, I don't know this homeless man. If Michello came back, he'd be like, my friend, homeless man. <laughs> of honor at our table. And Daniel would be like, he smells like a foot. <laughs> Daniel not here for that homeless man. He's not going to be friends with that homeless man. Get real. Please get away from me. <laughs> Daniel ain't out there making friends. Okay. He didn't even make the first move from Charay. That was like a group of kids were like, Sharae and Daniel sitting in a tree, and that's how it happened. <laughs> that's how they became friends. They like shoved them in the seven minutes in heaven right into the other room, and they were like, hee hee well, weren't, weren't they his student? Weren't they his students, though? Because he taught them like how to read and stuff. Sure. Like they, I mean, you can befriend somebody who's like a 12 year old, I guess. But yeah, he wasn't like, oh, there's Sharae, the uh, matriarch or whatever, so whoever's daughter around here. Nice to meet you. Wink. Hi, how's it going? None of that. The kids set them up. That's true. And it was, it might as well have been seven minutes in heaven. Like, that is what was going on there. Well, in his defense, Daniel is very socially awkward. He does get better, though. He gets a little better. Oh, my battery's running. Oh, no, my charger's at work. That's so horrible. Oh, my God. Oh, if this cuts off, I'm, I'm pretty sorry because I don't have another charger for it. Are you still there? I'm still here. Oh, okay. You had frozen there for a second. Janet says Daniel's brain is slowing. So, like, whatever's going on on the planet, it is causing Daniel's brain to slow, and that is what's causing the suicidal tendencies. So it's causing, like, the chemical imbalance part of depression. Yeah, because his dopamine levels are going down, way down. Way, way down. So SG-1 decides they have to go back to the planet and check it out. So they do it. They go back to the planet. And now I've noticed, did Sam get a haircut? (laughs) Because I really like it. It's like this really, like, aggressive pixie cut with, like, spikes. Like the blonde uh, is a little spiky and I really, I dig it. Uh, they find the shadow, which is just some kid. Yeah, named Lauren or something. He looks like Tom Link, <laughs> but that's not who it is. Cause I looked it up to make sure that I wasn't, ma- I wasn't dreaming that. Actually, he looked a little bit like Danny Masterson's brother. Mm. He's not that either though. He's just, he's, yeah. I looked it up. <laughs> he's just some kid. He's just some kid. Local Vancouver boy. Tilk and Sam are entranced by the light, like kind of right away. But Jack doesn't seem like he's that into it. I don't know if that's like Jack's like sexy, aloof nature that he's like, oh, it's it's pretty or whatever, but not that into it. It's like, it's all right, I I guess. Yeah, like that the guy who's who eats your brownie or like eat your pop brownie and is like, it's fine, I guess, you know, one time in Colorado. And you're like, shut up. I'm fine. He's the one going, I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And then like it actually hits him. Yeah, really? Uh, Sam thinks something's up uh, with the light and what's going on there Uh, Lauren is the kid's name and Jack warms up to him because you know we all know Jack and kids Jack and kids we get it you think he tells all the kids he meets like you know I had a son that killed himself you know so don't leave me (laughs) he really might he really might Jack asks about what's making people sick and he's like well I don't know you can ask my parents when they get back yeah he's like okay uh, they call up and be like, hey, bad news. All of SG-5 killed themselves. <laughs> or no, they died in comas or whatever. Yeah. And Daniel's in bad shape. He's also, yeah, he's also in a coma. 
so they continue to test. Sam gets mesmerized by the light. And uh, Teal'c is talking to Lauren. And this kid is so lonely. Like, whoever, I don't remember the actor's name now, but he really, like, put it out there. Mm-hmm. I'm going to switch over to my cell phone to talk to you about this because this battery is really going to die and we're going to lose, we're going to lose the feed. Okay. Teal'c's talking to Lauren. Be right back. <laughs> what just happened? I, I went to hit recording and I'm not using my mouse. So like, I guess the trackpad was like DJ trackpad. Ah. And was like, we'll start and stop a lot. Like, okay. Well, we're back and left off with, oh, the kid being so lonely that he gives Teal'c his toy gun. Yes. Are you telling me that humans evolve independently of each other on different planets and they all make little like pew pews? They still have ray guns. They still have what a semblance of like cameras and stuff. He's like, oh, check out my family. I think at the time that was meant to look extremely high tech. But it's like he just whipped out his iPad mini and was like, these are my folks. Yeah, it's weird. No, I'm saying they Mm -hmm. all like evolved around the same time and they all have similar tech. Yeah, that's that's wild. And it's wild when you go back in time and you watch something and like what they thought the future was going to be like. I'm still waiting for my Jetsons car. Mm, I would not be allowed to have one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'll just fall out of this guy. Mm-mm. Oh, good. I'm lucky they gave me a normal car. So Teal takes it and he thinks it's really sweet. Like Teal is very paternal. He's like, I don't know why you have a weird fake weapon. And he's like, you should have it anyway for your birthday. And he's like, I'm touch. Well, he said he says they don't celebrate birthdays on Chulak because, you know, they're Jehovah's Witness, apparently. You know what I mean? I'm like, because something about King Solomon head on a platter. Is that is that the idea? <laughs> Whatever. I celebrate my birthday. I'll take a little pee pew. Yeah, right. Jack is back at the SGC and he's getting very snippy with Janet. Janet's like, uh, oh, yeah. And Jack's like, do I have it? She's like, well, first she says, you need to calm down. Because he's all like, I can do whatever I want. And I'm angry. My my husband says, in the history of calming down, no one has ever calmed down when told to calm down. I mean, if she comes in with somebody with a good and they're like, yo, you need to calm down. I'll be like, well, all right. Yeah, but like saying the phrase, hey, calm down. Uh, things will only, in fact, calm up <laughs> every single time forever. They have not calmed down. They have, in fact, calmed up. <laughs> He's right. It's that always. I'm like, if somebody's like really pissed and you want to defuse it, they say. Yeah. Oh, and someone says, relax. I can be sure to never do that again. <laughs> they say, they genuinely say, like, if you want to de-escalate, ask like a mundane question. Just be like, hey, man, do you have a lighter? And like that like takes them out of the moment or like they say like what's your favorite color but that sounds like you're trying to be his friend yeah but if you just ask general interest questions it also works with kids oh does it sometimes when they're having tantrums you're like hey uh what color is that and they're like blue <laughs> and then you can work from there i just imagined you asking a four-year-old hey do you have a light <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey bro what time is it <laughs> really <laughs> and he's like uh oh. wiping the tears away and he's like oh, quarter after three <laughs> well it's a good thing Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so he goes to get the test they have to send daniel back to the planet while he's flatlining like i'm surprised 
when he started flatlining that Janet didn't jump on on the gurney to do chest compressions because that's a very dramatic life savey. That's too ER. I mean, golden opportunity <laughs> wasted. That's too much like ER. That's that's a lot of ER stuff right there. Because if he's flatlined, that means it's all all body communication is dead. And if they're like, there's no time because they're racing for the gate. There's time for at least chest compressions to get the blood circulating. You got at least four minutes before like the brain starts to deteriorate. Right. I don't think it was going to take four minutes to get to the gate, but like I still wouldn't let Daniel not have any blood flow while we get to the gate, even if it's for 45 <laughs> seconds. No way. Anyway, poor choice. They should have done at, at a minimum chest compressions. They don't have to do mouth to mouth no. respiration, but chest compressions at a minimum. Or a defibrillator or something. Well, that won't bring it bring your heart back necessarily. It's more to like steady the the rhythm. Like if you're like all like right before it flatlines, your heart gets like really crazy. That's really when you want to go ahead and do it. Uh, Daniel does come around though, going through the gate, so that seemed to work. Yeah, because because of the drugs. Because <laughs> of the drugs, the kid knows about whatever goes on with the light, but he's not allowed to see the light because he's too young. Yeah, he's not allowed in the room. He's not too young. I was like, um. You're a small adult. You are not too young. Um, SG-1's like, let's go turn that off. And Daniel on the radio is like, hey, Hammond, sorry about that outburst. And Big Papa Hammond is like, that's all right. We know it's drugs. <laughs> I'm your dad. It's okay. I'm not mad, just disappointed. Oh, God. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> that would be the best. The day... <laughs> Hammond says that. That would be absolutely. Crazy. I'm not mad. I'm just highly disappointed. I'm like, I'd rather you be mad. Seriously. Yeah. And Daniel figures out how to use the remote control that he got. Yeah, it just needs batteries. And he said it just needed a, a battery, which is what Jack had said to him before. Like Daniel flew off right? the handle. Um, turns out that the place that has the light is an opium den. Yes, it's the equivalent of an opium den. I'm just like, wow, that is even the Gould, huh? incredible you guys everybody loves drugs that's the thing about drugs i know you're supposed to be like drugs are bad drugs are bad but drugs are also universal uh, if you're a responsible person yeah. then it's okay that's all i'm saying everybody everybody likes to get high even like monkeys they get drunk that's so good party drugs are party drugs everybody of course loves party drug do you think in like the the politics of the the gold like that opium den was like slightly secret Mm. like you're not allowed to do drugs in in the gold laws but there's like a hippie system lord out there that's like ah but an opium den's all right you mean it was like set you mean like seth how seth had the cult and everything you think he was the hippie he definitely (laughs) went to the opium den for sure (laughs) probably his opium den that's why he hasn't been there in so long yeah, that's why. Yeah, that's why it's abandoned. Good. I like that head cannon. Just keep that. That's old opium den, and Lauren found it. Uh, they ask Lauren where his parents are, and he gets like yeah. shame face. He's like, "Oh, shame, 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 shame." And now Sam is being real snippy out on the beach. They go outside. Yeah, like ridiculously snippy. She's like, "Well, you're big pos," and Jack's like, "You called that? That's." And she's like, well, we're stuck here, so I don't need to refer to you by rank anymore. Nothing matters. He's like, you'll be referring to me as rank. And I'm like, that's why. That's another, another reason, because deep down, no. 
Uh, I think they should beat each other. I think that would have been a great time to beat each other up, to like start a pub style brawl on the edge of the beach that Daniel has to break up. That would have been kind of cool. It'd be like, hey, 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 what, what is all of this? Break it up, break it up. Sam pulls back to punch and like elbows Daniel in the face. That would have been. And breaks his nose. <laughs> I'd have loved it. Yeah, that would be great. Oh my God. But instead, Daniel finds uh, what is probably Lauren's parents' dead body. Which begs to, to ask the question, how did Lauren survive all those years? I think he just stayed where he stayed in the opium den. He just stayed there. But how did he eat? There must, have, there must be like local food. Like there's water there, a water source. So there's food in the water. There's seawater. Yeah. You never had tuna. That's sea fish. No, but there's seawater. You can't drink seawater. Sure you can. You just don't drink it. Like you don't take it and then drink it. Did you not watch Voyage of the Mimi when you went to high school? I did. But how do you know he knows how to do all that? Yeah, but he he was a kid when they were there. He doesn't know about filtration. Maybe they taught him because they were they, he had to bring them food. Okay. Because they were busy being high all the time. So he had to be the one who had to go out and get the food. So he must know where some are. I guess. He's only one guy. It's not like, I don't know, he's like draining the island of animal and plant ve- and like vegetation, eating it all. He's like, oh, we're almost out of it. Although he's been there for a long time, I think. Yeah, he is. Those bodies were straight up skeletons. But that's what I'm saying. Like, he got them food, but I'm pretty sure it was like rations that he got because they, I mean, it's not like they traveled with an abundance of food. I mean, who knows? Listen, they don't get into it, but I think he he saw a voyage of the Mimi, but maybe on his planet, they called it voyage of the... Or maybe he ate them, like in a live. Ew. Oh, <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Ew! What? Pick them bones I mean, clean. I don't know if I would have survived that. I don't think I need the drug. Like, I'm willing to eat a person in a survival situation. And if, I guess if my parents died of natural causes, I would consider it. But like, whew, I mean, I'd really have to be exhausted of options. Are you? How do you know he wasn't? Because it wasn't like there was any vegetation on the beach. No, but and. You, fresh meat is only good for so long so unless he's got a really cool refrigerator like he's got a couple of days at best with those bodies or salt you can preserve it with salt but you know it doesn't last for years yeah and he's been there for years to get to that level of decomposition oh yeah he'd been there a long time they even noticed like the difference in age was quite a lot in the picture compared to what it looked like yeah because he still he still had the toy gun that would have been a clue that was like a 25-year-old being like, I have a toy gun. <laughs> I mean, I'm a 40-year-old who has a toy gun, but that's different. He's a collector. <laughs> it's Han Solo's blaster. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do about that? <laughs> Daniel's not especially paternal when Lauren's like, these are my parents. Daniel's like, terrific. <laughs> that's great. Where are they? <laughs> Dead at where I found them, right? Okay, I got it. Just sure that I'm not a paternal kind of fellow. But Jack is super paternal. Well, yeah, Jack knows. They think that more than the light is is really what it is. So Lauren shows them that there's a device underneath the light show that is the real like drugs of the situation. The real opium. Right. So they turn it off, and that's no good. So then they turn it back on, and Daniel or Sam figures out 
that you have to wean yourself off of it by like stepping down the dosage. Yeah, I think it's Sam. I don't think Daniel has the has the foresight to be like, yeah, we can wean ourselves off because he's a, he has an addictive personality. We've seen. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I'm like Daniel's like we'll just live here forever. <laughs> so we're stuck here permanently. All right, I can live with that. Sounds terrible. <laughs> Paradise. All right. Jack goes to apologize to Lauren, um, and Lauren cries because he thinks it's his fault because he turned off the device. His parents freaked out, went out, and walked into the ocean. <laughs> yeah, the hell. And then the next day, they washed back up, and he buried them and everything. And he was like, I killed them. He ate them. He ate them, and then he buried them. I cannot <laughs> believe ate- What else is he eating? It's definitely. If there's vegetation, he could be eating all kinds of stuff. Where's their vegetation on a beach? They're clearly on a beach. You can see. There, there's plenty of vegetation on the beach. You can eat seagrasses. You can eat seaweed. So he, so he lived to an adult living on seaweed. I don't know. Talk to a vegan. They do it. They manage okay. it. I still say. I, I, I still say. Vegans be nothing but like sugar and grass. I still say he and look and look how some some of them are like really skinny and like malnourished and they have like problems. Those are the ones that don't. <laughs> Those are the ones that didn't remember that sugar is also vegan. Or that they don't eat honey or, you know, any kind of, they don't know how to get their proteins properly. He's a kid. He doesn't know about proteins. and Sure they do. I'm pretty sure he doesn't know about proteins and amino acids or anything like that. You don't know that. That, that picture on his little iPad, that could be like the whole, it could be a whole Encarta CD on there. That's you don't true. know. I mean, it could be. <laughs> that seems likely. Maybe he's got a little... I mean, he's not like he's Robinson Crusoe. You know what I mean? I could make food happen for myself if I was stranded somewhere. I could work it out. Well, you're an adult. <laughs> I could have done it as a kid. I mean, I would have been a lot. I would have been a lot more shit at it <laughs> as a kid. But I would have like managed. I would have figured it out. Kids are smart. Kids figure stuff out all the time. All right. But since they're having a touching little moment, I thought to myself, maybe Jack should take him to his wayward home for alien youths. <laughs> the farm. <laughs> And then he's like, why don't I take you to my wayward home for alien nudes? I have a sister lined up for you. Her name is Cassandra. Where she lives? Toronto. <laughs> Toronto. She was with Janet. Janet was looking for a son. <laughs> she looks at him. Another one, Jack? Seriously? <laughs> so that's it. Fade to black. He goes to the Jack's home for youths. And, and Hammond says nothing. Like... He's like, sounds great. We're we got a whole school dedicated to alien children that we've rescued. Alien human, alien human children. It's totally fine. It's government funded. Fifty thousand dollars for a hammer. <laughs> right, and I love uh, the last line. Hey, you want some ice cream? He's like, what's ice cream? <laughs> oh goodness! See, he's used to foraging. You can't forage for ice cream. That's true. You can't. Or maybe on maybe on this planet <laughs> they don't have ice cream. I'd be sad. They got iPads, but no ice cream. They have iPads, they have cameras, no ice cream. Cause it, cause what a sad planet. No wonder. <laughs> no, and probably no donuts. Cause you know. <laughs> what do you rate this episode? <clears throat> eh, it's, a, it's another, it's another don't do drugs episode. So I didn't know like a three. I gave it like a two because I'm like, whatever. I mean, Tilk was, Tilk was kind of funny, especially the scene where they're like, where they're like, they don't, they don't, uh-uh, they're not affecting Tilk. Because he has a symbiote. And he's like, well, that's true. Please know that he's still getting high. It's just that 
he doesn't get the withdrawal from it because his symbiote manages the withdrawal. Yeah, he manages the brain. They manage the brain chemistry. I think he went back to tell Hammond what was going on, but I but Teal might have stayed on the planet with them like for fun. Yeah, he's like he's not dependent on it, but it's still good. Yeah. It looks like I'll come back for a little hit of uh, the old magic. That old uh, light show. He pockets the address of that planet. He's like, nothing. And then like when he's on vacation, he goes to Chulak and then bounces over to the opium planet. It's like, are you going to see your family? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely my family. We're going on a family vacation to the opium then. Yeah. You're taking Ryak with you? Who's Ryak? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, where is Ryak? Anyways, just buggered off somewhere. Right. Uh, I watched the promo for next week's show. It is Sam has an apprentice. Oh, yeah. And, she, and apparently she's I've, I watched it and apparently she's smarter than Sam. <gasps> that would be very exciting. Watch it yet. No spoilers. I mean, I watched it 20 years ago, but that doesn't help. <laughs> no, it's not helpful it's today. Not. Uh, so I can't wait to see that. Anything you want to add, plug, do? Uh, No. Oh, um, I know Shang Chi opens uh is opened, and it, I hear it's pretty good. I hear it's very good too. I will see it this weekend. Yeah, I might too. This weekend that it posts for sure. When this goes up, I'll be done with my forty six climbs challenge. So thank you to everybody who graciously donated uh, to the important cause. You can find us on all the social medias at ZBM Stargate, Gmail, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm too old for TikTok. But I understand how it works. I get it. You get it? You understand? I get it. I understand what happens there. I'm just not creative enough for it. It seems like um it's like it's like it's it's like Vine 2.0. That's all it is. But I wasn't good at that either, because like you need to like write and direct and like prepare these things. There's no like happy accidents on either platform. It's all very and that's fine. I'm not like <laughs> you can't even improv like I don't care. Choreograph it, go ahead. I just can't, I can't think of something worth the amount of effort it takes to make one of those videos, even if it's only. Plus you're not 17, so. Oh, that doesn't matter. I saw like a middle-aged guy do a really funny Rage Against the Machine one. And it was really funny. And I was like, I'm never going to be that. That isn't the kind of funny that I am. I'm situational funny. Are we sure we know what the machine is? Because a lot of people didn't remember when they found out. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god that? <laughs> when a lot of people found out what it was and it was like oh my god wait against the government what oh well they tweet people like tweet about that kind of stuff and um tom morello is really interactive on twitter so like he'll he'll chime in he'll find out that you're an idiot and, and be like hey but it says it in the song though it's not like there was no like subtext or like innuendo or anything they were just they were blatantly saying no it's just right out <laughs> right out right so i don't understand why people are so especially like conservatives because they say because that's like the cycle that's like the cycle of life where like when you're a kid you're very anti-establishment and you're like damning the man and all this business and then you get a job and you stop doing drugs or whatever and then suddenly you're like i don't know about these ruffians and you turn into a karen oh man is that how it works I know. Isn't that a bummer? <laughs> That's the worst. You can see that life cycle in Gwen Stefani's whole life. Can't. Oh, yeah. She's a badass rocker chick. She marries Gavin Rossdale from Bush. It's really cool. She gives up all that punk rock stuff for pop and banana 
<laughs> banana bullshit, bullshit, yucky stuff. And then and then marries Blake Shelton. And then she Blake Shelton. A sensible, good country oh. boy. Oh. Right? There and there you have it. I mean I don't think she's very Karen-like or anything. I don't think she's like calling for the manager or anything. But uh that's definitely like the life cycle. Well, you can't be punk rock all the time, I don't think. Sure you can. Look at Lita Ford. Well, that's Lita Ford. She's riot girl to the end. Yeah, that's true. People do what they do. So yeah, then I guess all the Rage Against the Machine fans were like busy damning the man in their 20s and now in their 40s. They're like, I am I am the man now. I can't damn myself. I became the man. I became what I hated. No. Yeah, that's it. Live long enough to be the villain, right? Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> oh I know. God. I feel dirty now. <laughs> <laughs> no because i see myself doing the same thing like when i go to work like i look at teenagers like did i used to be like that oh my god mm, very oh. Much so they're all the, all the teenagers now they're like in 90s clothes and you're like why when our parents when we were teenagers were in 70s clothes and they were why? like right? why <laughs> they were like woof and now i see somebody in jayco jeans and i'm like oh what the hell? <laughs> <On purpose? laughs> right? i know I'm like, don't do that. There was a lot cuter things going on in the 90s that you could be wearing. Don't go in the Jenko jeans. You know, people look at you differently. Wait, oh my God. And it's all happening. <laughs> oh, well. That's that's the real speech that Mufasa should have given Zimba and be like, and the thing you like now will be the thing your son will like, and you will not and he want will to hate it. like it. What are you talking about, <laughs> Dad? I'll never be this way. <laughs> that's right. I'm going to be the best. Huh? Right. Okay, you sure right. will be. <laughs> See you when you get here. <laughs> that's always the way this is the way oh goodness um reach out to everybody and give us five stars on itunes or in your app or wherever or reach out and let us know you like the show or if you think we should add something to it let us know that too you can listen to my other podcast last god standing last god pod if i may uh otherwise enjoy the rest of your week everybody goodbye Goodbye.